It is that time of week again. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to your weekend wrap-up only on the Break the Bell podcast. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. It is nice and cozy in here in the bell tower. It is a little chilly here. We call this the bell tower, but it's really more like a bell dungeon (laughs) because it gets really cold in the wintertime. It's amazing in the summertime. Yes, but but think back to a couple years when we were in that stifling hot room. Yes, the room upstairs, and it was like half the size, so when the heat was on... And we would be talking for two and a half hours straight, yeah. man. We'd be sweating our oh asses gosh, off by yes. the end of that. It so, felt so good to come out of that. So I will, I will take chili over that yes. any day of the week. Definitely. How's everybody doing out there? It is once again that time of week where we wrap up the bullshit that's been going on in our country, yeah. in our government, across the world. You name it, we'll probably cover it. So we try. We, we try, try to. If yes, there's we, any we information, the if there's any information out there that you're like, I can't believe they didn't cover this shit. Hit us up, because, I mean, yeah. we can only uh, stretch ourselves across so many different uh, resources before we're, like, stabbing ourselves in the eyeballs, <laughs> yes. trying to get away from it. And so there, there's a lot of bullshit. There is. So if there's stories you want to hear, I've had several people reach out and be like, hey, you should talk about this or cover this, or um, this might be interesting for your show. So um, if you have anything... Reach out to us. We're all across the social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, what are the some of the other? Uh, uh, what's, a, the, what's the new one? The new one, the the space, space hay. Yeah, that's it. I haven't checked that one in a while, Me but it, it kind of was one of those things where people, a bunch of people, started talking about it, then nobody started yeah. kept talking about it. Was it was like, so. hey, you should check it out. It's just like MySpace, and, and then, then they all disappeared. Yeah. There is that new. Uh, version of twitter that people oh, are getter, getter. Yeah, yeah i did start uh i did start an account on getter oh, so but i haven't done anything with it so we are on getter if you're on getter let us know so we know to focus some of our resources over yeah. to that because like i said two people can only stretch themselves so thin yeah so if we're spending time and resources in the wrong spots we want to know that if Definitely. you're if you're just hanging out more on getter or one of these other social media sites please let us know uh, make sure you share, like, subscribe, all that stuff across the social media so we can get our name out there. We can do bigger and better things like like we say every week. Um, you're our biggest sponsors and you supporting us and spreading our stuff around is the most important thing to us. Absolutely. So keep doing what you're doing. Only do it better. I used to have a uh, a commanding officer that or like a, a shop op, uh, a chief warrant officer that would say that. <laughs> At the end of each day, he'd be like, keep doing what you're doing, only better. It's just like, <sighs> well, you made me feel good for half a second, and then you just dashed all my dreams. <laughs> so before we get into the show, obviously, we got to mention our Coffee Fix of Freedom, our sponsors, once again. That is Run Your Mouth Coffee. Yes. They support our rights to continually do this. Not be censored, not be shut down. You can say what you want across social medias without fear of being censored. Like other companies and organizations mm-hmm. prefer that people are censored or taken offline or or shut down because you're spreading misinformation or you're going against the grain. Run Your Mouth Coffee is not one of those companies. 
Primarily, they make delicious coffee. They do. Secondarily, they support your right to run your mouth. So, best of two worlds there. Yes. You can drink coffee and run your mouth as much as you want, and they fully support that. Visit them at rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you by using that promo code, BREAKTHEBELL. You can receive 10% off your your purchase plus free shipping, and that is just freaking awesome. You're welcome. That is our gift to you. So do that. Give yourself that delicious coffee. Give yourself support another company that supports free speech, your right to free speech, and just make this place better. Absolutely. You should always support the not only local, but the ones that also support your beliefs yeah. and want to fight for your freedom. Find companies that align with your values. I mean, people find companies because they're convenient, right. because they're cheap. I think it's more important that you find companies that are aligned with your values because if you're just buying shit because mm-hmm. it's cheap, I mean, you're just perpetuating this ridiculous system. Yeah. And most of it comes from freaking China anyway. And you, we right. all know that they don't support your yeah. right to free speech. So if you continue to support those companies, <laughs> it's going to end up really bad for you in yeah. the long run. So do yourself a favor and support companies that support your values. Like Run Your Mouth. Like Run Your Mouth Coffee. That's rymcoffee.com. There's a lot of people that are surprised that I'm not like bigger on Chick-fil-A than what I because should be. Because they're so right-wing Christian. Yes, they it, figure I should be like... But my problem is, you got rid of my spicy chicken biscuit for yeah, breakfast, and nobody, I'm sorry, I got no room for I, you in my I, life. Nothing. I have no, no. nothing. I, I was talking about... I can't even remember what... Oh, I was talking about my favorite fast food breakfast, and it ended up coming down to Hardee's because they had fresh biscuits. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I guess Chick-fil-A has fresh biscuits. Mm-hmm. But fuck Chick-fil-A because yeah. they got rid of the spicy chicken exactly. biscuit exactly. breakfast sandwich. You, you, you had my loyalty. I was going to go to you all the time, and then you got rid of it. We were going to them all the we time. We were. They were our go-to. Mm-hmm. We'd be like, hey, um, it's a slow morning. You want to hit up Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. real quick, get a spicy chicken biscuit, then go to our first yeah. job? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then one day we showed up, and like, actually, we don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know you got a fucking spicy chicken back yeah. there. Right, can't right. you put it on? No, we can't do that. Yeah. All right. I don't think I've been back there for breakfast I, since I that day. No. That I had gotten one lady who she she was like, I can make you one, um, but it's it's gonna it'll be like five something. And I'm you like, I'm fine with that. I'll pay you fifteen. Yeah, I'll, I'll pay it. And, Give me and, whatever. And she did it. But ever <laughs> since then, ever since I've gone back, no, they won't they won't even offer that. So let's get into the news of the week because we got a few things to cover. Um it seems like it's been forever since we talked. And I know, it hasn't it really, does. It really hasn't no. been long at all. But I guess we had that interview, so it wasn't just That's it was true. more yeah. us focused on um, Matt Belinsky yeah. in last week's episode. Then we didn't really get to yeah. like express ourselves to each That's other true. like yes. we usually do. This is true. I missed you, Bill. I missed you. <laughs> I know, and it's been a busy week at work, so we haven't really. Yes. So it has. So let's get into. <coughs> Sorry, I'm still battling stupid freaking cough. So. I'm going to fight through it again. This is my third week running know, with this stupid I know. thing. The most important news of the week. A new species of frog has been identified and named after the great Greta Thunberg. That sounds somewhat fitting, actually. Yeah, you think? <laughs> I mean, she does kind of resemble yeah, a frog. Right. Like, I, I agree. I mean, you know, the croak probably sounds like, how dare you? <laughs> it does. It's like, how dare you? <laughs> That was terrible. <laughs> this is from BBC.com or .co.uk. I'm not sure what the difference is Me between neither. 
that in bbc.com. A new species of frog named after Greta Thunberg. A newly discovered rare species of frog. I mean, let me remind you, this is yes. important news. Yes, yes, this is. This, this is important well, to the know, survival of the world he, as we know it. Heroes need to be recognized. They do. Especially by, what What better way to honor a hero than to name a frog after <laughs> absolutely, them? Absolutely, absolutely. A newly discovered rare species of frog has been named after Greta Thunberg, but she's not the only celeb to have a creature named after them. <laughs> Check out these pictures. That looks like her. <laughs> is that the is that the frog or is that the you know it's so hard to tell they're so close to <laughs> they, they are what is that face she's making <laughs> it's her frog face this lucky frog as they they say here this lucky frog has been named after environmental campaigner Greta Thunberg the new species Pristamantis Greta Thunbergae oh god <laughs> oh they really stretched for that one didn't they Pristamantis Greta Thunbergae <laughs> was discovered in Panama. In 2018, the Rainforest Trust auctioned off naming rights for some newly scientific identifi- scientifically identified species for their organization's 30th anniversary. An auction winner decided to name this new decide or the auction winner decided to name this new rainfrog species in honor of Greta Thunberg and her work tackling climate change. Wow. Yeah, she does work hard, doesn't what she? What the fuck has she done besides Read her dad's script. Throw a bitch fit. <laughs> yeah. At a, on a world stage. That's about it. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. I. Uh, what other work? Like, I have. If she's done other work tackling climate change, yes. They haven't really been too clear about mm-hmm. that. Maybe she is, like, out there in the rainforest saving the frogs <sighs> as we know it. I, I'm going to say not. But nobody gives a fuck about that. Not yeah. even the climate people. Otherwise, yeah. they'd be reporting on that. Exactly. They'd rather just report her little bitch fits. Yeah. Yep. So here's um, some other people that got named. Sir David Attenborough has a butterfly named after him. Oh. Well, you know, he narrates the nature films. That you, you, Tikia Attenborough, <laughs> uh, a tree hopper species has been named after Lady Gaga. What? Because of its flamboyant style. Oh, God. It is known as the Kekaya Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks to Brendan Morris, who is a student at the University of Illinois in America. He said if there's going to be a Lady Gaga bug, it's going to be a tree hopper. Because they've got these crazy horns. They have this wacky fashion sense about... No, they don't. They're unlike anything you've ever seen before. Look at that. When was the last time she wore something flamboyant? She she quit when she like went out against the labels and stuff. She kind of backed out of that shit. And she gained a lot of my respect by doing that. Oh, there's more. Oh, damn. You will most probably recognize the man on the left as... That's not the... Oh, on the left of this. I thought it meant to the left of this. The man on the left as Sith Lord Darth Vader. But don't worry if you can't name the beetle next to him. It is, in fact, a beetle called Agathodium vaderi. The slime beetle was named by scientist Kelly Miller and Quentin Wheeler because of its broad, shiny helmet-like head. Reminded them of Star Wars villain. Easy to see why. What does that? It have doesn't to do look with Darth? anything like Darth. Well, Vader. the name doesn't sound anything like I Darth know. Vader. Vadira, Vaderi, Agathodium. Oh, Vadery. There we go. There we go. Okay. All right. I'm going to get off this one before we go off the rails completely. The main thing I wanted to point out was the Greta Thunberg frog. So, 
Life as we know it can get better now because Good. a frog has been named after Greta Thunberg. Good. I, I'm sure that she's proud of that. <laughs> Do you think she is? Do you think if somebody's like, hey, there's a Greta Thunbergo <laughs> frog out there, you think she's like, oh my gosh, that is such an honor. I'd be like, oh, a, freak, a, a freaking frog? frog? Look at that thing. Why? <laughs> yeah. Do they have... This is if no one has this, they should. But they should have a picture of her face on a T-shirt with "How dare you" above it. Oh, I, I'm I, sure everybody has that. Should have a frog on a T-shirt that says "How, how dare, dare you." you. Yes. I think that would be more appropriate. Yes, absolutely. So, the BBC felt that it was necessary to report on this. So obviously, we had it, it had to be important news. Yes. So we had to. So let's get into the less important news going on in the world, such as the whole fiasco around. The uh, filibuster. That's yes. been a major topic yeah. of we, I think discussion this we week. We reported last week about how uh, Ma- Manchin, Senator Manchin out of West Virginia, was getting lobbied by Obama, Clinton, and uh, Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, the super squad? Yeah, the super squad. And but uh, apparently more Democrats are coming out against yeah, this. They should have focused on more. <laughs> yeah. Which kind of gives me hope for humanity. Does it, though? Or yeah. is there some ulterior motives? I'm motive sure there's ulterior this? motives. Well, like AOC usually votes against Biden's proposals because it's not enough for right, her. Yeah, right. So it's if we came out, we're like, oh, AOC must be turned to the good side because she shot down Biden's, uh, um, yeah. whatever big spending. We, we bills. all know. No, better. she wanted more spending. Yeah. she voted down because it wasn't enough. So yeah. we gotta we gotta be careful before we come out and praise right. some of these people for shooting down Biden's ideas. So apparently, another more Democrats, at least one, came out against this. Yeah. This uh, filibuster proposal, or like the the nixing of the yeah, filibuster, right? Uh, the limiting of it. Yes, it says Biden's plan dealt a crushing blow by fellow Democrats. This is also from the BBC. So here we go. We got BBC talking about frogs, and then under that is mm-hmm. Biden and the filibuster. So, do they have anything in their own country to report on? I don't think so. Or is it just frogs in America? Yeah, it, it's uh, it's other lame stuff. Oh, gotcha. So this says President Joe Biden's hopes of overhauling the U.S. election system looked doomed after two of his fellow Democrats came out against them. Mr. Biden has been arguing for the hugely controversial step of scrapping a key Senate norm to pass the bills. But Senator Kirsten Sinema said she refused to worsen the disease of division infecting our country. I I'm okay with somebody saying that. It's just yeah. like, are we really working to come? Because didn't it, he, when he was elected, wasn't it all about like um, creating oh, unity? Uh, yeah, they all in the say Senate created like yeah. bringing both sides together. Yeah. I, I mean, they they've all uh, Obama, Trump, Bush. I mean, they've all they all say that. Can you tip that mic up a little oh. bit. Like it's fine you when go. you're leaning in, but then oh, when you sure. lean back, there we go. Um, so so you think uh, crushing the filibuster is a way to? bring unity no. into this or yeah. is it just a way to uh uh fast track any well yeah exactly. agenda that he, he he's has. probably like you know i can only do so many executive orders before people start lashing out so if we get rid of the filibuster we could probably do things a little bit more especially now that the senate is the democrats control the senate right they're trying to get this push this through because they have work to do in the next year because right. they i don't even think they think they're going to no. retain the senate no it says uh, Senator Kirsten Sinema refused to worsen the disease of div- division infecting our country. At the Capitol, to arm-twist lawmakers, Mr. Biden conceded he was not sure his plan would work. 
He wants to repeal the filibuster, which requires a 60% majority to pass certain legislation in the Senate. The upper chamber of Congress is currently split 50-50 between the two parties. No Republicans support the two Democratic proposed plans, the Freedom to Vote Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act. Among other things, the bill would impose federal standards on elections, ushering in the most sweeping reform in a generation. So they, they want these voting rights acts, mm-hmm. or these freedom to vote acts, but they know they're not going to get them to pass right. with a 50-50 Congress. Yeah. And they know the filibuster is what's going to stand in their way. So yeah. he wants to repeal the filibuster so he can push through this shit here. Yeah. And I haven't even read into those things. Well, but it's interesting because currently states get to basically set their own mm-hmm. election standards, right? right? And so what these would do is is federalize that so that the, the federal government can set the standards that the states would have to follow. Oh, that makes sense. I, I had heard one of the things was basically they can unsolicitedly mail out yep. votes. Um, the voter ID can be anything from like a... a, a library card or yeah. something like that it's yeah. freaking ridiculous it, it is um yeah I, there was just a lot of stuff there i'm just like that could so yeah. easily be yeah abused and, and the democrats are trying to push it as you know the republicans are trying to take away your right to vote so are they though yeah i mean yeah who's whose rights by 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 making it a requirement that you have something to prove that right. you are who you say you are, yeah. whose rights is that violating unless you're illegally yeah. voting or, uh, or, like, not a legal citizen? Right. And I'm sure that's part of it, too. Oh, is, absolutely. Is you don't have to be a, a, an American citizen to vote yeah. in a United States election because why? I mean, that's what common sense is it to have only citizens right. allowed to vote for their president? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I mean, you don't get that in any other organization. No. Like, uh, anybody can vote in the board of uh, a corporation, right. whether they work there or not. Don't Isn't that how that works? Right. Absolutely. Or like a church board. If well, you don't go to a church, you can just show up yeah. and, and vote in a minister well, or whatever. Yeah, cities like New York and San Francisco that you have to have a vax card to be able to go mm-hmm. eat dinner, you know, or go to a movie. But apparently you don't need anything to go vote. You know, right? I mean, it's just common sense, right? Common sense voter, like they talk talk about common sense gun laws. This is their idea of common sense voter laws. Like yeah. anybody should be able to walk into anywhere and say anything that whoever they want to say they they are, mm-hmm. and be allowed to vote. And we saw otherwise it's racist and white supremacy. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And we already had a, a MSNBC host come out and say that the uh, senator was supporting white supremacy for for voting what, against this, uh, cinema senator cinema. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, obviously, if it goes right. against whatever agenda they're trying to push, obviously it stems from white supremacy, no matter what color they are. Absolutely. Obviously, that's white supremacy. Well, and if you you know if you haven't watched the, of course, it's a year old now. But the election one we did about how you know they changed election laws yes. so to get things so they could help democracy. Mm-hmm. You know they want to normalize all that stuff that they change now. So they, well, yeah, and well, that's what they're working towards with this next election is they're trying to to subtly change things so that things will fall their way again. Yeah. So it goes on to say on Thursday, Mr. Biden went to Congress in a last ditch effort to persuade lawmakers to remove the filibuster so he could get the legislation passed. Sounds like it's like, I want to do what I want to do, so take away any restrictions of that. It it sounds like his workaround to expanding executive power. That's what that is. He's not going full-blown Dick Cheney where he's just like, 
I'm the fucking executive. Yeah. I could do what I want, bitch. Yeah. But he's, I think people learn from that. Yeah. And he's just like, well, I kind of want to do what I want. Yeah. So can you take away these restrictions yeah. here so I can? Like you said, you know, a little while ago, it's like a lot of his presidency spent on him trying to find workarounds. Mm-hmm. So he's more like, like Dick Cheney was the expand executive power. He is more of the decrease all legislative mm-hmm. powers so that the executive power yeah. is increased without actually like right. increasing, increasing executive power. That's what he does. Says, emerging from a meeting that lasted over an hour, he conceded that opposition from two Democratic lawmakers had blocked his agenda. The honest-to-God answer is, I don't know whether we can get this done, Mr. Biden said. As long as I'm in the White House, as long as I'm engaged at all, I'm going to be fighting, he added. Miss Cinema, an Arizona senator and, and another Democrat, West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin, both said they would not support nuking the filibuster rule. <laughs> They're probably smart enough to realize, guys, if we nuke this now, when something is on our side, when mm-hmm. we want something, or, or if the Republicans next yeah. Congress in like eight months from now, yeah. ten months from now, when the new Congress comes, yeah. and they they probably see the writing on the walls, yeah. hey, it's going to be flipped back to yeah. Republicans because everybody's fucking hating us yeah. right now. So when they are back in charge... If we don't have that filibuster, then we are screwing ourselves. But, you know, it's amazing because all the filibuster really does is stall the vote. It is. You know, all it does is allow them to to talk and hold the floor to stall the vote so that public opinion can get out there and people mm-hmm. can see, okay, what exactly is in this bill. That's all it is. Right. And so th- isn't that kind of a red flag that the president wants to get rid of something before people find out what's in it? Yeah, pretty I mean, much. So It's ridiculous. Goes on to say, in a statement later Thursday, reiterating his position, Mr. Manchin quoted Mr. Biden's late friend, former Senator Robert Byrd, who once warned against the attempt to scrap the filibuster. He said, we must never, ever, 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 ever. It's a lot of evers. It's like Chris, what's his name? <laughs> Don't ever, 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 ever touch a black man's radio. <laughs> <laughs> we must never, ever, 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 ever tear down the only wall, the necessary fence, that this nation has against the excesses of the executive branch and the resultant haste and tyranny of the majority, Mr. Byrd said. So some people out there still have a bit of fucking common sense, Mm -hmm. even if it's just their own selfish reasoning for, hey, when this flips to the other side, we're going to want that there. Otherwise, they're going to be doing what we're trying to do here and shoving through whatever legislation And and that's how everybody should think. You would think so. Right? But they're so short-sighted. Yeah. That, well, maybe they feel like if they push through these voting laws, they won't ever have to worry about that ever again. Yeah, exactly. That should tell you something about these voter laws, too. But let's move on. Continually talking about voting and the upcoming election, our favorite person has resurfaced. (laughs) Our favorite glass-ceiling-shattering female presidential candidate, Hillary Clinton, is at least I don't know if she's teasing it, but Democrats are teasing a run of Hillary Clinton in twenty twenty four. Could you imagine that? <laughs> the the rematch between Hillary Clinton and Donald oh, Trump. God. The two thousand sixteen over again, yeah. do over. Right. Could you imagine that? Yeah. It's like the definition of insanity, you know. Well, she probably she probably sees all the shit that oh, went down with yeah. Biden's election, yeah. and she's like, "Well, if that guy could if get, if he can do it, I can do it." And all, all the 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 shit that they pulled mm. to get Biden in the office, they're like, "Obviously, I have a fighting chance." Like, she was probably like, "Damn it, why didn't they have those?" Yeah, pro- exactly. Those- why, why didn't you do that for me? Yeah, 
So Democrats. Democrats tease a Hillary Clinton 2024 presidential run in an op-ed. So again, this is just an op-ed. So yeah. it, it, if I was a Democrat, I'd be pissed. I'm like, really? <laughs> right? Especially like the further left-leaning, yeah. like the Bernie people right. that right. Or got the AOC fucked by people. her in the first place yeah. and got fucked by Biden in yeah. the second, after that. Yes. Then to be like, hey guys, guess what? We know things are tough right now, but what if, now hear me out, what if, Hillary Clinton ran again. <laughs> Doesn't that sound great? <laughs> so let me pull this one up. This is from the New York Post. Sounds like a horror movie. Yes. So here's the face that uh, we, we have all missed. Ugh. I mean, her face hasn't surfaced, except for like little bitch fits yeah. here and there. She, right. We haven't Which seen... remain relevant. We haven't seen that political posture yeah. of her in a while. It, ugh, gross. <laughs> ugh. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> Says, could a third time be a charm for Hillary Clinton? No. That's the case made by two prominent Democrats who claim a perfect storm of President Biden's plummeting job approval ratings, VP Kamala Harris's own unpopularity, and the Commander in Chief's advanced age, could provide an opening for the former First Lady and Secretary of State. She is already in an advantaged position to become the 2024 political nominee. How? How is she in an (laughs) advantageous position? She hasn't done shit in four years. Political consult Doug Schoen and former Manhattan Borough President Andrew Stein write in Wednesday's Wall Street Journal of the 74-year-old Clinton. 74. It's interesting that these uh, prominent, supposedly prominent Democrats are writing into the Wall Street Journal, which is owned by Fox. Fox? Yeah. It's really weird. That's kind of, yeah. Kind of makes you question the credibility. Right. She's an experienced national figure who is younger than Mr. Biden. By how much, though? Really? I was going to say, by what, two years? And can offer a different approach from the disorganized and unpopular one. It's the same (laughs) fucking approach. They do the same (laughs) shit. (laughs) So, let's break this down. She's experienced, national figure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not saying much. No, no. I mean, she has such a horrible public she does. View, view. Like, yeah. public opinion of her is not great. No, no. She's younger than Mr. Biden. Look up how old Hillary Clinton is. Well, because she's when, 74. It's 74. I, I don't but believe that. But she would be that. 76 by the time the next year. Yeah, so, so I guess she's, what, uh, six years young? We'll be six years younger than Biden at the time because he's going to be 82. Is he? Okay. I think when the new, in 2024, he'll be like 82, I think. Let's see here. So she's younger by very, very little. You got to realize, very little. Yeah. So she's two years younger than Biden was, and everybody bitched how old he was. Right. And she can offer a different approach from the disorganized and unpopular one the party is taking. Yeah. She comes straight out of the party that he comes straight out. Right. They, they're they, longtime Democratic yes. politicians that have been doing the same shit In for the decades. Exact same, the exact same era. I mean, the exact same like yeah. mantra and stuff. Okay, so he, he is five years older than she is. Okay, so uh, but if she took office in four years, she would only be one year younger than Biden was when he took office, and everybody bitched how old he was. So that there saying she is younger than Mr. Biden, she's barely younger than Mr. Biden was, and a different approach from the unpopular. She is the unpopular. She is approach. Yes, 
Yes. She is, and, and Biden is using the, it's the same playbook. Yeah. They use the same playbook. Absolutely. Goes on. It says, if Democrats lose their House and Senate majorities in November's midterms, Schoen and Stein argue Clinton can capitalize on the losses as a basis to run for president again, enabling her to claim the title of change candidate. <laughs> change. <laughs> uh, change or depends. There's a nice uh, washed out like beauty. The beauty filters. Right. Yeah. Look at how they've cleaned up. I mean, her face is so flat there. You could yeah. tell they've like whitewashed every wrinkle yeah. on her face. But you, you know, it's it's their own fault. I mean, they put Harris in there so they could check a couple boxes, right? Yeah. And she's unpopular, but mm-hmm. she was unpopular before. Mm-hmm. I mean, she bailed out of the election because of her unpopularity. Right. And they still forced her down America's yeah, well, throat. We said that when they announced that yeah. she was running. It's just like why Harris? Nobody liked her. That's why, I mean, I see um, when uh, normally it's like the president runs or the the most popular one gets the the nomination for president. Yeah. And usually they go for like the next, if they're going to pick one of those previous candidates, it's one of the next popular ones. Yeah. Not like the one that had to completely bail because they probably had her bail early because they're like, we don't want to completely destroy your reputation because obviously she's not going to make it for president. So we got to put her on the back burner for a VP. I mean, yeah, Tulsi Gabbard just destroyed her in the election. Yeah. Says a survey last week from YouGov cited by the authors showed that 50% of Americans had an unfavorable view of Biden, while 51% disapproved of Harris. The same poll found that just 38% of Americans thought Biden was doing a good job, while just 42% approved of his COVID-19 response. So that's not that's saying everything about them hating him. Yeah, doesn't, what, doesn't say anything about her. Says the two note that Clinton, who lost the Democratic nomination to Barack Obama in 08 and was defeated in 2016 election by Republican Donald Trump, recently warned her party of the political consequence of aligning too closely with progressive policies. What do you think your fan base, the younger generation of Democrats, which are far more progressive, when you get Hillary Clinton coming out saying, Guys, we got to watch out. We can't uh, appeal so much to the yeah. far progressive movement here. Yeah. Sorry, Bernie. Sorry, uh, everybody that followed all the AOC types. Yep. All, all everybody that is shifting further to the left. Mm-hmm. We we can't appeal to this. So that's that's what makes her a better candidate here. Yeah. Right. Makes sense. Yeah, but it, it just it shows you though that they they don't have anybody. I mean, there's no Democratic governors out there. Mm-hmm. That are are changing the world, right? Right. I mean, Cuomo is on the rocks. Gavin Newsom almost got uh, kicked out. Yeah. The Michigan chick, nobody likes her. Yeah. No. I mean, the FBI almost kidnapped her for God's <laughs> right, sake. Exactly. So they have no rising stars. <laughs> so they're going to this old old picks. You got yeah. Biden. You got Clinton. They're probably going to go back to Warren. They're probably going to. I don't know. Oh, Buddha Judge will be up there just because he's gay. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yep. And yep. he breastfeeds his child. Yeah. Yeah. And because he, you know he's going to lose the the Texas governor. Oh yeah. Says I think it is time for this is uh, Hillary Clinton. Says I think it's time for some careful thinking about what wins elections and not just in deep blue <laughs> districts where a Democrat and liberal Democrat or so called progressive Democrat is going to win. So basically. She's saying, let's put all our values and morals aside and appeal to what wins yeah, elections. Right. 
Yeah, because we, we we talk a good game, and but once we're in office, we can do whatever the fuck we want. So, I had seen a little bit about this in like some following as little as I follow the Libertarian Party, which isn't very much. No. I saw like this debate between Dave Smith, who's a comedian who wants to run for president. And then the former chairman of the Libertarian Party that everybody hates. And Dave Smith was up there basically saying, why did we put up, this was before Joe Jorgensen, so Gary, I think, was the last person, Gary Johnson. Okay. And Dave Smith's like, why would we put this guy up? He didn't stand for hardly any Libertarian values. He basically said Hillary Clinton was the best option over, no, it wasn't Gary Johnson, it was Gary Johnson's running mate said that- Hillary Clinton was the better option for president than even Gary Johnson was. Oh, damn. It was just a yeah. fucking nightmare. Like I said, I don't follow it because it's a nightmare. Yeah. But um, the former LP chairman gets up and he's like, do we want somebody that abides by every single one of our beliefs and hits all the marks and core values, or do we want somebody that's going to get the votes? Because if we're not getting the votes, then doesn't matter. And to that extent, I see how that's true, right. but why the fuck would we even put somebody up there if they don't follow our morals right. and values? Yeah, exactly. If we're just there to win, yeah. what's the fucking point? Right. And that's what it sounds like Hillary Clinton is is saying. It's like, guys, who cares if we follow the progressive agenda? Yeah. So if, if we're appealing to the... Pro- even though we're supposedly the progressive party, isn't it more important to get votes? Yeah. I, I mean, that's going to... I would think... If she gets the nomination again, I, I think there's going to be a the oh, biggest exodus from absolutely. the Democratic Party that absolutely. we've ever seen in yeah. our life. I, I was surprised we didn't see it the last time. I, with, I, I, but it definitely shot. will happen this time. I, yeah. I think I think this is just a ruse. Mm-hmm. I think they're just trying to... Well, again, why else would they write to the Wall Street Journal? I think they're just trying to get people to focus on Hillary... And, and then they'll come in with like, they'll they'll throw in like a an audible at the end and be right. like, actually, we got this yeah. person. Everybody's right. gonna like, oh, well, I guess it's better than Hillary. So, yeah, right, exactly. That's what I think they're gonna end up doing. Who they're gonna get, I don't know. But so speaking of of drudging up old candidates that should not ever run again. Yes. Um, Donald Trump came out and launched soft, soft launch, not hard launch. There's a big difference between soft launching and hard launching. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what those differences are, but yeah. apparently there's a huge difference. Donald Trump soft launched his 2024 campaign. I mean, he's up there in age. I mean, everything's right. soft launched yeah. at this point. He's probably, <laughs> what, seven, he's probably about 74 too, I think. Yeah, so and unless he's under the aid of medication, everything's a soft launch <laughs> at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Trump soft launches his 2024 campaign. This is according to the Atlantic. This, oh, what's, which oh, is a liberal. Yeah, website. and yeah, yeah. So we'll Trying hear what they have the base. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So we have a Democratic or a, a Republican conservative mm-hmm. newspaper that is releasing an op-ed saying that Hillary's going to run, right. and then we have a liberal. Uh, publication saying that Trump's going to yeah. run so we can get everybody. I can't believe they're going to fucking run Clinton again. And yeah. then the other side's, I can't believe they're going to run Trump again. Yeah. So it says, the former president's message at his Arizona rally, has he stopped rallying yet? I don't think so. Did he ever not no, rally? He's always been rallying. <laughs> it was clear as it was dishonest. He didn't lose to Joe Biden in 2020, and he'll spend the next year working to elect Republicans who agree. All right. Florence, Arizona. In Florence, Arizona, tonight deep in the Arizona desert, thousands of people chanted for Donald Trump. They had braved the wind for hours. 
see the the whole dramatization yeah. of reporting yeah. now. Yeah. They braved the wind for hours, some waiting the entire day just to get just a glimpse. Creating this, this cult of personality. <laughs> of course. Just to get a glimpse of the defeated former president. And when he finally appeared on stage, as Lee Greenwald played from the loudspeakers, the crowd roared as though Trump were still the commander-in-chief. To many of them, he is. <laughs> I ran twice, and we won twice, Trump told his fans. Wow, he's yeah, not giving up on that. I think no. if Trump were to be serious about running again, he'd give up on this, hey, I won yeah. narrative. Yeah. And just say, hey, um, we had a misstep, we had, we had a backstep, we got to get back yeah. and do this over again. Stop pushing this, uh, We guys, we won, so obviously I'm going to have to run again in 2020. Dude, if you ran, then you, you or I mean, if you actually won, then you legally can't run again in 2024. Right? Yeah. So yeah. give up on this narrative. Yeah. Whether it's true or not, it's like, yeah, you got to shift focus because you're, I think he's probably losing some of the people more in the middle. I think so. I mean, he's still he's rallying up his uh right. his fan base, which yeah. is what he wants. Right. But there were people like us that at the time were like, "Yeah, there's a good chance he that some foul play was at yeah. part here." But now we're just like, "I don't give a fuck. Right. Who cares? It, it's over. Move yeah, on. Get over it." Not that I would have voted for him either way, but right. still, I I think he's gonna lose those people more in the middle if yeah. he doesn't just give up this narrative. Yeah. This crowd is a massive symbol of what took place because people are hungry for the truth. They want their country back. Tonight's rally was Trump's first public event since July. Okay, he did stop rallying okay. for a while. On paper, the gathering was meant as his response to the anniversary of January 6th, as well as an unofficial kickoff for his efforts to support Republicans in the midterms. But the event also served as a soft launch for Trump's 2024 presidential campaign. Although he didn't say the words, the former president seems poised to run in two years. You can't make that assumption. I mean, I, I think he's enough of an egotistical asshole that he will. Yeah, But I, I don't too. think you can come out and be like, this is it, guys. He's going to start running now. Yeah, I, not, not even the far-right publications are yeah. making this assumption. It says, although he didn't say the words, the former president seems poised to run in two years. Make America great again, 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 and again, and again. He just said that? There was like three agains there. <laughs> I just had to add. Oh, okay. He joked to the crowd. That That's that's probably their basis on, oh, he's planning on running again. Right. Because he said, make America great again, again, again. Well, that, there was three agains there, so yeah. that means, yeah. oh, he's going to run a third time. I that I, I obviously that. Yeah. obviously that's him saying that. Yeah, I can see that. Well, he didn't even like how long did it take him to like seriously come to the conclusion that he was running the first time in 2016? Oh, God. I, I mean, he I, danced I, around that for He was in and out a lot. Well, he was in and out of it since the 80s. I was yeah, on debating right. whether that's or true. not he yeah. should. Yeah, you watch him on Larry King and yeah, he'd talked about it on for Oprah. A lot. Yeah. Oprah was pushing him to run. Yeah. It says on her. And tonight, his message was clear as it was dishonest. He didn't lose to Joe Biden in 2020, and he'll spend the next year working to elect Republicans who agree. We already read that part. I, I don't even want to get into the rest of this, because it's just <laughs> going to give all this, well, Trump lost to Arizona by only 10,000 votes, and blah, 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 and this and that. Uh, it says, the big lie. So I'm going to read this sentence. 
In this state, the big lie thrives. Trump lost Arizona by only 10,000 votes in 2020, giving him and his supporters the space, apparently to allege that the close outcome was the result of left-wing chicanery, the result of ballot stuffing and interference by Venezuelans, among other false claims. I hadn't heard the Venezuelans. I hadn't either, unless that was like where, because remember they said... The, the ballot things were oh. out of out of country companies. Right. Less, but gotcha. I thought that was like Germany or That's something. That's what I thought too, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? They just like to throw out things. Yeah. Big things. Big ideas that I'm make surprised it they seem... haven't mentioned uh, the Q word at all. Oh, I'm sure it'll get there. Maybe they can't. So we got Hillary running. Yes. We've got Trump running. Based on the opposite side. Right, right, right. So we got reports from the right saying Hillary's going to yeah. mount a comeback. Ugh. I don't want to think about Hillary mounting anything. <laughs> and we got reports from the left saying Trump's going to mount a comeback. Yes. Yeah. The two of them just need to like hook up and get it done. I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they just need to find some they, gross. They probably have. Sleaze ball. Yeah. They probably did in the night. You know, they you know, did in the yes, 90s. You, Bill is probably there filming the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Hillary. <laughs> you get you get it good. <laughs> he probably wasn't even paying attention. He's just like. They're like, Bill, where's your wife at? Who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, sweetheart, let's go over here. <laughs> you know, you know he didn't give a fuck what she was doing. No. Ugh. You know that was the greasiest, nastiest like oh. hotel room that they were into. It yeah. was like one of those rent by the hour rooms. Right, absolutely. Swanky hotel yeah, that room. That Trump owns. <laughs> oh, obviously. <laughs> so let's let's keep talking about Donald Trump a little bit because as recently as looks like two days ago. Iran came out with, I would you call this a political campaign video for Donald Trump, like to to boost Donald Trump's <laughs> ratings? Maybe it is. Maybe you know. Maybe it I is. Was just, maybe yes. Trump colluded with Iran to release yeah. this video so people would be like, "Yeah, oh, everybody's out to get Trump. We got to vote." You yeah. Know? They, if if our enemies don't like him, then he's got to be the guy. Obviously, because Iran uh, apparently promoted a video depicting the assassination of. Trump at Mar-a-Lago, which I, this doesn't surprise me because we talked a few weeks ago about how they kind of came out with arrest warrants or whatever yeah, right, for yeah. Trump and for Pompeo yeah. and, and yeah. other people because of the assassination of that Soleimani, oh, yeah. Sol, Sol, Soleimani yeah. guy, Salami. Oh, remember when uh, when Bush called out uh, Osama bin Laden, he's like, you know, dead or alive? Yeah. They, I can they, see Iran doing the same thing on Trump. That's what it, it appears that they did, only they took it a step further by making a really horribly... Um, animated video. Did you watch the video? No, I didn't. Oh, you're going to watch it. Oh, We're cool. going to watch it right now. Says Iranian state media, this is from Zero Hedge, says Iranian state media and the official website of the country's supreme leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, has published a video this week depicting an imagined assassination of Donald Trump, which features his Mar-a-Lago resort. The 90-second animated video shows the former president at what he calls Trump's house playing golf. It was reportedly created as a part of a contest to commemorate the two-year anniversary of the January 3rd, 2020 drone killing of IRGC Commander Qasem Salami. I'm going to call him because it's easier to say. <laughs> I like it. So here's the video. Let me uh, get this pulled up. Is there any volume? Oh, I got my volume down. All right, here we go. I like the music. I do too. It's very dramatic. It is, especially when it's not turned up so loud that I close your eardrum. Is that the Batmobile? I think so. 
Isn't that what Israel used to kill uh, the scientist? Uh, something similar. Wait, there's video cameras. We gotta hack into those video cameras. Oh, absolutely. You must be hike vision. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it like scrolls, scrolls underneath the uh, the gate. The gates to Mar-a-Lago. Is that, is that a drone also flying over? Yeah, there's an overhead drone too. And wow. I'm not, yeah, I mean they're going all out with us. No doubt. I want this robot. I don't know what that says. I I can't read. Uh, it's probably Iranian. something really good though. Oh, they're hacking cell phones. Oh. So, all right. It's all right. I gotta rewind that, or it'll say it right. So they hacked cell phones, and the people golfing pull up their cell phones, and it says Salmani's murderer, and the what does that say? Mm. The one who gave the order will pay the price. So they got their cell phone oh, okay. hacked first. That's pretty cool. As like an ominous warning right before this robot takes them out, I guess. Ooh, with laser sighting? Yeah. And. Oh, it paints them. And the, oh, that's a stealth bomber. Oh, shit. Damn. So the robot like highlights him. Oh, okay. And then the stealth bomber. I didn't know Iran had stealth bombers. All right. So here, here's my take on this. You watched that just now. Yes. Looking at the. Uh, the advancements and um, CGI that Irania, uh, yes. Iranian government like clearly game. has. <laughs> Do you think they have the technology for the robots that they depicted no. and the drones that they depicted in this video? No. No? No. I feel like if they had that technology, they would have done a freaking better job at that, <laughs> that video yeah. there. Cause I, it, I, it, yeah, either, I agree. Like you said, it looked like a Sims video or like... Call of Duty 2010. Yeah, type, right. Type yeah, well, and graphics. also, uh, it is my understanding that that Iran does not have stealth bombers. But do you think they would be able to get a stealth bomber into U.S. airspace? Uh, if they hack into the cameras, at the <laughs> 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 they'd have to have somebody on the inside, yeah. which uh, wouldn't uh, surprise me on its own. Yeah, no, Maybe. it wouldn't. I mean, don't you think it'd be easier to to poison his 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 t- iced tea at the golf right. course i mean like work some find some like beautiful young chick to yeah, go work to at the like, resort yeah exactly to get his attention bring him in and then all of a sudden yeah i mean it just seems a little bit more low-key and you're less likely to cause an international incident than bombing him on a golf course with in drones. florida with drones and robots <laughs> and yeah. a stealth bomber i mean that just is ridiculous but it, hey, so you think it makes this great a, theater. You think it's a credible threat then? No. 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 No, I don't either. No. That I mean, like they said this was a contest, like a video contest yeah. leading up to the anniversary of that guy's death. So yeah. it's all just yeah. propaganda and to get people pissed off and stuff. So Yeah. I I could see if if Trump was actually the president right now, I could see him going to war over this video. Oh, yeah. though. He'd be like, right. we got to attack these guys right now. I am in immediate, imminent danger. Did you see? They yeah. actually had video footage of me right there. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I got to stop doing Trump impersonation because it's killing my voice. All right. So apparently more imminent threats, though, than Mar-a-Lago drone bombings. FedEx is taking surface-to-ground missile attacks as a serious, credible threat to 
FedEx cargo planes. Wow, okay. I didn't realize they were under threat of being... Uh, apparently, FedEx is... FedEx wants to arm their cargo planes with anti-missile lasers. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it is very cool, but I, I would think they'd put these on passenger planes before they put them on am- or right? FedEx yeah. FedEx cargo planes. But what what do I know? I mean... Well, I mean... Wouldn't you be pissed if you were in a country and FedEx didn't deliver your packages? Mm-hmm. That's a war you don't want to start. <laughs> that is true. But when we start giving, when we start giving these corporations their own yeah. military weapons, do we start seeing seeing how this could potentially be a problem? Yeah, I, I think so. Do you want to live in a world where FedEx has to have anti-missile lasers mounted to the fronts of their cargo planes? No, no. Says international logistics giant FedEx seeks permission to mount a laser weapon system on the exterior of cargo planes as a countermeasure against heat seeking missiles, according to an unpublished FAA proposal at the Federal Register. The unpublished document titled FedEx Express Airbus Mod- Model A321 200 Airplanes Insta- Installation of Infrared Laser Countermeasure System. So, this is the document. It's set to be released by the FAA on January 18th. Explains how the logistics company wants to install laser weapons on at least one Airbus 321-200 freighter that would be used to to direct laser energy towards heat-seeking missiles as a countermeasure. The action proposes special conditions for the Airbus blah, blah, blah plane. I'm not going to read that model every time they report. It's long. They need a The plane. The cargo plane. The airplane, as modified by... FedEx Express will have a novel or unusual design feature when compared to the state of technology envisioned in the airworthiness standards for transport category airplanes. This design feature is a system that eliminates or emits infrared laser energy outside the aircraft as a countermeasure against heat-seeking missiles. The application airworthiness regulations do not contain adequate or appropriate safety standards for this design feature. These proposed special conditions contain additional safety standards that the administration considers necessary to establish a level of safety equivalent to that of establishing or established by the existing airworthiness standards. Wow. Goes on to say, in recent years and in several incidents abroad, civilian aircraft were fired upon by man-portable air defense systems. The unpublished document says, in 2020, Ukraine International Air Flight 752 was shot down by military-grade surface-to-air missiles near Iran, or Tehran, Iran. So, but again, that's that's passenger planes. Right, that that's wasn't not a cargo plane. cargo planes. This has led to several companies to design and adapt systems like laser-based missile defense systems for installation on civilian aircraft to protect those aircraft against heat-seeking missiles. FedEx Missile Defense System directs infrared laser. Yes, we, we know yeah, that. That's why they want one. They said it like six <laughs> or eight times now. An effort to interrupt the missile's tracking of the aircraft's heat. So when you get words like, a uh, phrase is like FedEx's missile defense system, we have problems in yeah. our world. Yeah. We have problems uh, with our country if we are really having to equip missile countermeasures onto our cargo jets, our private cargo jets. Yeah. We have issues. Who is shooting down FedEx planes? I haven't heard of it. I mean, we do hear about people stealing Amazon packages off yeah. people's <laughs> porches. Do, <laughs> this is the next level. Do we get do we get to have like booby traps on our porches? To I think we should. We, I we think we should. Obviously should. Yes. So we need we need missile defenses on our porch. 
says the move to equip planes with laser countermeasures could allow them to fly in highly contested airspace that would usually be off limits, a move that could save FedEx time and money. How about you just don't fuck around with <laughs> contested say, airspace? Fly around Ukraine. You yes, know what? I get that it's going to I don't need save my package for money. another 24 hours. Right. I don't give a shit if it saves you yeah. a billion dollars per flight. Stop fucking around in yeah. contested airspace. Exactly. That's half our problem is we're always like screwing around yeah. with... It's like, well, it, you know it gets really expensive <laughs> to fly over this, yeah. to fly around this no-fly zone. What if we could fly over yeah. this no-fly zone? We just we could set, shave two hours off our delivery time. I mean... What's to stop them then from? Hey, we might as well like put a strap a few bombs to the yeah. uh, the yeah. FedEx cargo planes, and then as they're flying over, like, oops, I accidentally hit this button and dropped a right. couple bombs on Tehran. Or hey, oh, that was just FedEx. There's no way there's bombs. We we needed some of our own private uh, jet fighters to fly alongside to kind of guide us through these contested areas. Fucking crazy. I mean, yeah, and then then like you said, it's like they become a threat themselves, and then yeah. They should be targeted. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going to arm them, why not? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to put defense systems on them, why not put offensive systems exactly. on them? But then you can get a, and be like, dude, this was just a private uh, cargo plane. Obviously, they didn't drop yeah. bombs on you. It's just a mess it waiting is. to happen. It is. Just fly around, dude. Yeah. Just go around. Yeah. No, That's no. like saying, hey, um, I'm going through, I, I'm walking down the sidewalk, and I feel like... Uh, somebody should give me a hard hat and stuff so I could walk right through this construction zone because yeah. it takes so much more time right. to walk around yeah. this construction zone. Right. It's like, yeah, but just yeah. fucking rock around, dude. Yeah, exactly. You know what? I, if it takes five days instead of three days for me to get my package, I'm, I'm fine, fine with, with that. Yes, I'm okay with that. It's it's all bullshit. It is. Last thing. We got, a, we, we got about six minutes left. Last thing. Apparently, this just happened. Not a ton of... Of information talking about this, but there's a few things. Apparently, a Texas synagogue was held hostage yesterday, I think it was, or yeah. was it today? It was yesterday. Yeah, I guess it would have been on the Sabbath, probably, when right. it was actually full of people. A Texas synagogue was taken hostage by a British Muslim, I think they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. You're not hearing a lot of people say he was Muslim, though. No, but but it is out there. It is. And if you when you read his name, you'll... Kind of pick up on that. <laughs> yes. It says, a man who took four hostages at a synagogue in a suburb of Dallas has been identified by the FBI as British citizen Malik Fasal Akram, who is 44 years old. The man who, in, who in, interrupted a morning service in Colleyville on Saturday was shot and killed after a 10-hour standoff with police. All the hostages of the congregation Beth Israel were freed unharmed. The FBI's taken a hit on this because oh, they came out and had I said... Yeah. I had that for next. Oh, okay, okay. The sorry, FBI sorry. taking a hit on this. Coming out and saying that this had nothing to do with the fact that they're Jewish. Right, yeah. But if... I I don't like to be the like the other side where they're like, right. well, if this guy had been white, he would have been walked down handcuffs and right. not shot dead. But if this guy had been white and held a mo- or not a mosque a synagogue or mm-hmm. a mosque right. hostage it would have been immediately a white supremacy oh, yeah. thing Absolutely. it would have been immediately a yes. race thing yes. but because it wasn't that oh this had nothing to do with their jewishness it yeah. had everything to do with other things yeah says all the hostages were freed unharmed us president joe biden called the hostage taking an act of terror which i was surprised he came out and said that right away well, considering it's probably because he knew the guy was he didn't know the guy was muslim yeah and then it came out and it's like oh i meant um 
an Crap. accident. <laughs> British Foreign Secretary Liz Truss described it as an act of terrorism and anti-Semitism, adding, we stand with U.S. in defending the rights and freedoms of our citizens against those who spread hate. There is currently no indication that others were involved, the FBI in Dallas said. Police sources say no explosive material was found on the attacker's body. <laughs> obviously, it's a, this is from BBC. It's obviously not U.S. reporters. There's no U.S. reporter in their right mind would be like, well, this guy has a brown name. Yeah. There's a good chance he has explosive <laughs> attached to his body, but... But the sources say there was not a yeah. test. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious that they just came out and just were like, just just to clear shit up. <laughs> he did not have a suicide vest on. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief, yeah. he was not a suicide bomber. <laughs> Says a brother of Malik Fasal Akram issued a statement apologizing to the victims and saying he had been suffering from mental health issues. Negotiators spent hours talking to the assailant during the standoff. Among the hostages were the synagogue's rabbi. One was released after six hours, with the other three being led to safety by police several hours later. The incident began at 11 local time when police were called to the synagogue. People were evacuated from the area shortly after. The attacker gained initial access to the synagogue during the service by claiming to be a homeless man, according to the police source. Oh, that was nice of them to yeah. let a homeless guy just come in. A live stream of the Shabbat morning service on Facebook captured audio of a man talking loudly. He could be heard saying, you get my sister on the phone and I'm going to die. He was also heard saying, there's something wrong with America. The feed was later taken down. The hostage taker was heard demanding the release of Afia Siddiqui, a Pakistani neuroscientist who is currently serving an 86-year prison term in the U.S. law enforcement told 86. local media. She's she's serving an 86-year prison sentence what in the U.S. Uh, okay. Goes on to say. All right. I'm glad <laughs> you asked. <laughs> it's like an info. <laughs> what did he do, Craig? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Bill. <laughs> Siddiqui was convicted of trying to kill U.S. military officers while in custody in Afghanistan. Thousands took to the streets in Pakistan to protest against her conviction in 2010. President Biden appeared to confirm the attacker had been seeking her release, saying the Texas attack was related to someone who was arrested 15 years ago and has been in jail for 10 years. That's pretty vague. <laughs> yes. Obviously, he's alluding to that. Yes. So the whole deal, like you mentioned with the FBI, is apparently uh, the FBI came out with a statement that said that this had nothing to do with religion or the Jewish community. Right, yeah. Says the FBI's this is from Fox News, so obviously they're going to have their say and their right. their take on this. But it says the FBI is facing backlash on social media after an official said the Texas synagogue hostage takers demands were not specifically related to the Jewish community. The FBI is now an organized solely or an organization solely focused on destroying domestic enemies of the Democratic Party. Conservative talk radio show Jesse Kelly tweeted Sunday morning. I don't know. Any Jesse Republican, Kelly. I don't know either. Any Republican Congress or presidential candidate who doesn't loudly proclaim his intention to massively reform or disband this organization should not be considered. So she's taking a political stance in this yeah. horrible situation. 
Her tweet came in response to the Associated Press reporting that FBI officials said the Texas synagogue hostage takers' demands were specifically focused on issues not connected to the Jewish community. Well, they, I mean, he his main concern was that Pakistani, uh, the doctor, right, yeah. that was serving an 86-year prison sentence. Yeah. So that doesn't sound like anything against the Jewish community. Right. But apparently... Um, that person that's in prison is very, very anti-Semitic, very against the Jewish community. Says the he allegedly demanded the release of a Pakistani woman who is in prison in Texas on charges of trying to kill American service members in Afghanistan. The FBI and Justice Department previously described the woman as an al-Qaeda operative and facilitator at a May 2004 news conference. She is serving an 86-year prison sentence after being convicted in 2010 on charges she shot or sought to shoot U.S. military members while in Afghanistan two years earlier. 86 years is a long time for seeking yeah, to shoot no somebody. Shit. I'm thinking there's something else there. I think so, too. But it says she has a history of anti-Semitism, including demanding that the jurors in her case be DNA tested and removed if they have Zionist or Israeli backgrounds. Wow, that's pretty anti-Semitic. <laughs> right. The suspected hostage taker died at the scene. The hostages were released. The FBI was ripped on social media for the statement that the hostage taker had no direct demands related to the Jewish community, including calling for the FBI to be defunded and eliminated. So, but you're it. absolutely right. If if the if the guy was white, this automatically would have been thrown out as white supremacist. Yeah, anti-Semitic, yeah. white supremacist, racist. Yeah, anything. Yeah, but obviously we can't co- jump to any conclusions that this right. was anything race-related, yeah. even though we jump to conclusions all the time. With, yeah. And I'm not saying it was race really. Even the fact that this person that he wants released from prison is clearly anti-Semitic doesn't mean that he is anti-Semitic. I'm just pointing out the irony of the fact that if this was a white dude, immediately it would have been like yeah. anti-Semitic yep. tirade against the Jewish community. Yep. It would have had nothing to do with any of the rest of it. I mean, hell, the Arizona senator doesn't want to— Get rid of the filibuster, and she's upholding white. She's supremacy. white supremacist. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but but when they find out that it happens to be a person of Muslim descent, it's like, yeah. well, maybe he's not a terrorist, and it might not have had anything yeah. to do with the Jewish community. And he definitely in didn't way, have shape. a suicide vest. <laughs> and he obviously, clearly, did not have a suicide vest on. Yeah. Just to make that perfectly a hundred percent clear to all of you. Yeah, nobody asked. Oh, the re- <laughs> the the police officer or the the police chief's up there doing his like official yeah. statement. He's like. Uh, the uh, the perpetrator of this violent act was um, what was his name? I don't I don't even remember. I don't either. <laughs> now I gotta find it because I can't do my <laughs> my bit without it. <laughs> Malik Fasal Akram. So the per- perpetrator is um, Malik Fasal Akram. He may or may not be of Muslim de- <laughs> descent. And just to answer your question, no, he was not wearing a suicide. Uh, he didn't. Yeah. Nobody asked that question. Well, I just wanted to clear that up before you did. We didn't even assume he had. Does anybody wear suicide vests anymore? That's <laughs> uh, just funny. Yeah. That's funny. That's the world we live in. It, it, I mean, it, it really is like, you know, you can't make this shit up. Mm-hmm. But the big takeaways from today are. This renewed matchup between yeah. Hillary Clinton right. and Donald Trump. 
Yeah. Can you imagine the shit show that that will become, inevitably become? I, I don't I even know if I kind of want do it. to see it. <laughs> it I just want to see how big of a shit show this could turn into. Because well, we had the first matchup with them. Yeah. That was a big shit show. And then we had the Biden. It was like, it was kind of like watching UFC, you know? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Like, uh, Donald Trump is the kind of the underdog in that whole situation. Oh, yeah. big time. He, he comes, he has his underdog story somehow. Yeah. Somehow, Donald yeah. Trump, billionaire Donald yeah. Trump, takes down... The the person that established Yeah, that had the yeah. the, the best chance of winning yeah. this fight. And then um she's off sulking like a Yeah. Oh shit, what was that female UFC fighter that oh, got her ass kicked? Was it Ronda Rousey? Uh, Ronda yeah. Rousey, yeah. And she's off sulking like Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And then um he takes on the next contester and then he loses his belt. Mm-hmm. But then they gotta have like this kind of yeah. matchup, this uh um, rematch matchup, yeah. obviously, between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. And I hope it's kind of like the Ronda Rousey comeback where she like comes out and eight seconds later like snaps her freaking leg right. or something. Yeah. Did, wasn't that Ronda Rousey? Yeah, like, was, yeah. She came out and like, a, like it's supposed to be her big comeback yeah. and she just like snaps her leg. Yeah. I, ho- I want to see Hillary Clinton <laughs> politically snap her leg. Politically, I would love to Not see that, that I want to see Donald Trump as president. No. Can you no. imagine how pompous he would be oh, winning again? Uh, I, yeah. It would be a disaster. Yeah. But, you know, what's interesting is not only are they saying, yeah, we don't want Biden to run again, but they're also saying, and he can take care of us with him. You know? Not only are they saying, we don't want uh, Biden back. We sure as hell don't want uh, Harris back. But they're also saying... We take fucking Hillary Clinton again right. over the yeah. two of these. Yeah, right. That that says a lot on its own. It's just like, yeah. hey, I I I don't care what you, who just throw, whoever you want to throw. <laughs> on. Well, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I hate to say this, but uh, yeah, yeah. I I gotta say we'll take Hillary. We're, over we're gonna though. go with the big HRC. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I gotta get out of here on that note because <laughs> I'm gonna vomit. It's gonna happen. Ugh. So we got that to look forward to. We've got. Tensions rising a little bit, but it, it. I don't. I don't know if this Iran, uh, Trump thing is anything to even concern yeah. ourselves with. I found I, it more just hilarious yeah. than anything. It is funny. We've got this whole domestic terrorism thing spreading across America, obviously, because yeah. I mean, there they. Yes, Biden called him a terrorist, but do you think we're gonna hear? The phrase domestic terrorism oh, God, no. screamed for like two weeks no. now after this. No. Like, oh, the rise of domestic terrorism, yeah. to, uh, the threat of domestic We're not going to hear that at all. Just about the car, just like the car that drove through the people. Right. We won't hear about this again. No, they're they're going to capitalize on his his mental issues. Yeah, exactly. And the story of how his yep. brother said he had mental yep. problems. Right. And then it's going to be a whole thing yep. of how we got. They're, we need to focus more yep. on the mental. And they're going to be like, you know, Texas barely spends any money on mental oh, health. Yeah, that's absolutely where yeah. it's going to go. We got to get out of here because this is gross. So <laughs> have a great rest of your week. We will be back live tomorrow for the the main event. If we're still talking UFC. Sure. The main event, our live stream, every Monday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about China and its rise to the top because I see we got the Olympics coming up in three weeks. Yes. In like just under three weeks. You made a good point. Earlier. I saw, I, we talked about, and 
the past about how it kind of seemed like the 08 Beijing Olympics were kind of uh, China announcing its entry onto the global stage. Mm-hmm. Well, I see the fact that it's back this year in Beijing, the first time any city has ever hosted both Summer and Winter Olympics. Hmm. First time in history. And I see this as China saying, we're at the top, bitch. Yeah, and, and that I think this is going to be a, a big symbolic mm-hmm. uh, power play with these uh, with the Beijing Olympics coming up. So we're going to talk about that tomorrow on our live show at yeah. 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So don't miss that. It's going to be an interesting one. We're going to dig into China and its rise to power, and it's going to be fun. Or it's going to suck, one of the two. Yes, but we'll make it fun. But mostly fun. Yeah. We're going to get out of here. Have a great rest of your weekend. Go do something fun for the last couple hours you got. Go watch a football game, Bill, because your team's going to get its ass kicked, and this is the last Steelers game of the year. So you got that to look forward to. I do look forward to that. We'll talk to you later. Have a great rest of your week. Peace. Goodbye. The Brick the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back, because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zielinski. Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout-out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On the Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.